What's up, guys? Welcome to another U version two podcast. You're with Sean and Brent. Brent, how are you, mate? Hola, hola, squala. Um, guys, we're going to talk about something pretty cool today around the idea of like minimal time to train and like what are our go-to workouts? Maybe in a gym environment or even in a home setting or a park wherever it might be, and if we've got like a short, short amount of time, maybe 15, 20 minutes to train, what would we do? So we're going to get onto that. Before we do, as always, Big Diz, what has uh, caught your eye this week? I'm back to gloom this week. Gloom. Yeah, it's gloomy again. I don't know what it is. It's something in the air. Um, same thing. I don't want to get too deep, but acknowledge that I was like, literally felt sick when I heard this news or read the news about that. I don't know what you call it, the horrific incident up in Queensland with that family uh, where the three kids lost their lives and subsequently the mother also then lost her life as well. Um, it just, the same thing as, you know, when we were talking about, I think it was a fortnight ago with the, you know, the local family and that, the uh, drink driving accident. Mm. But I felt this had a little bit more horror than that in the nature of it um but nonetheless the the parent in me and the father it was just like that and then to also then hear the next morning that the the mum hadn't survived it just yeah it, i don't know i don't really can't put it words together to make sense of it um i know there's a lot of uh you know did the media do the right or wrong thing whatever there's a big debate happening right now but at the end of the day i think there's um, a, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of terror, there's a lot of, you know, it has to be, you know, mental, something going on there as well for, I guess, an event like that to even take place. And it really, once again, you know, I often do it like put myself in their shoes. And the truth is I can't, and I can't, you know, regardless of, you know, I think at, at points people have highs and lows, but at no point, um, an outcome like that it was just to be honest until earlier this week it was just off my radar like so tragic for them so horrific um and for the circumstance of how it was just yeah it made me feel sick and then it took me literally so i sat in my car just looking out into the sky wondering like, what if that were you and and i can't put myself in those shoes so yeah it's, it's really yeah it made me a lot of thought you know on a, on a positive or well, I guess it's sort of a positive thing as well like it's something I do care about and I you know I love relationships and I think um, you know in the environment we create and I think the men that we are like being vulnerable and open it's a good thing that men do have a space and a talk is that going to be enough in this circumstance well I can't make that judgement but yeah it was actually a really shocking start to the week so there you go I said it was gloomy I want to leave it there uh, hopefully you have something brighter to talk about to bring the mood up but once again you know that we're dads we're you know open-minded men um but yeah it just had to be had to be it's been on my mind and that's what this segment's all about mm. mine's significantly brighter than that I hope so on sunday i went to you got any thoughts on it before we move along not really chip in no i don't really what else to add to that it's pretty sad i think some people I don't know. I don't know what happens in people's brains. We can't even begin to relate to it. So, I know a lot of people think there's something we can do about it, but I don't really know what you're going to do about someone like that. I feel like that's a 
such a micro population of people that are like that that would even consider doing something like that that's very difficult to control yeah because I, I I don't even have a good understanding of it yet but you, I guess you know it is quite it, it's scary but it is you know it's not uncommon now that you hear of the you know the man thinking that the world would be better off without them and they take their own life mm. this is the other end of the scale there you go alright sunny side up sunny side up is ANZ Stadium, Sunday, Bushfire Relief. I can't remember what it was called, actually. It might have been called Firefight. And it was um, the fundraiser they did uh, with stacks and stacks of different artists who all gave up their time to be there. I'm pretty sure they weren't paid at all. And it was just a really cool day. It went from 1 o'clock till about 11 o'clock at night. Um, some absolute classic artists there. Celeste Barber hosted it. And as controversial as you might want to think is what I'm about to say is, she annoyed me. She's not a host, mate. <laughs> Her voice annoyed me. The way she spoke annoyed me. Pushing political agendas annoyed me. I feel like that's just a time for celebration. So, bar Celeste, though, the rest of the, the, the thing was fantastic. Uh... Highlights, Brent, I know you want to know highlights. I'm actually going to make a push in a second, but push for, for change. Uh, highlights were Hilltop Hoods, Queen. Queen were epic. Uh, a lot of people left after Queen because Queen played at nine o'clock. They didn't finish. They didn't close the show out. And a lot of people were... Who did close the show? Well, we're going to get to that. A lot of people thought, why wouldn't Queen not you know, close it out? Or... or Obviously, when you find out who closed it out, obviously, it was an obvious choice. Uh, who else was good? I lost my... Oh, Ilya was good. You know who got the award for surprise packet of the night? Most uh, out-of-the-blue awesomeness? K.D. Lang. Really? K.D. Lang, mate. Wow. You've got to imagine this, right? 75,000 people there. Everyone just watched Queen. Few people left. I said a lot of people. A lot of people didn't leave. A few people left, but then Hilltop Hoods came on. So energy's high. Like Queen's high energy. Everyone's singing. Hilltop Hoods are bouncing around. Their songs are catchy. Everyone's singing. Katie Lang walks out, and everyone just like went quiet and just listened to this lady sing for like twenty minutes. She only sang two songs. She really went after them. Ten minutes each. But um, man, she's got a great set of pipes. Would you know much about Katie Lang? No. Fantastic singer. Like, crazy singer. And she was wearing a karate. What's her most famous song? Singer. I feel like it's Constant Craving. I thought that was right. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Oh. But she didn't sing that. She did, she did a cover of Hallelujah, which is one of her songs as well. Okay. From, uh, you know, Hallelujah was in uh, Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. It's a classic. It's an absolute classic. Oh, okay. She did a great job of it. And she was, um, man, like, the whole crowd was just silent listening to this person sing. And I think it takes pretty good level of skill to make that happen for a crowd that big especially when they're all on such a high but yeah she had a lot of presence about her she was wearing a karate ninja outfit which is unusual but um her voice was fantastic what you mean like like, like, like white imagine what like you imagine like kill bill yeah bigger puffier really yeah like imagine a judo outfit that's probably four or five sizes too big oh yeah wow in white they all tie the belts too high weird yeah. weird right but Fantastic, Katie Lang, and you know then Ice House played. Do you know who Ice House is? 
They sing that song, Great Southern Land. Oh, it's very TWS. Yeah, I'm with you. Classic. They also sing Electric Blue, which is an all-time classic. Me and my wife have a special memory to that song. No, not like that, but just like Good Night Out with that song. Um, The Push. I want to see what the people think about this. I want the national anthem changed. The one we have now is not very good. It's a bit boring. When I think of good national anthems, I think um, England, God Save the Queen. I think New Zealand, God Defend New Zealand. I don't think Australia, not a good national anthem. You know what would be a good national anthem? You're the voice. <laughs> John Farnham. Did he close the show? He sure did. He still rocks, huh? Oh, mate, he's still got a great yeah, voice. My mother-in-law is one of the ultimate groupies of Johnny. I'm a massive fan, I've got yeah. to admit. I'm an absolute huge Johnny Farnham fan. He sang some classics. His last song of the night was You're the Voice, 70,000 Strong, singing that. Yeah, yeah. He pretty much didn't even sing the last ver- verse. The uh, chorus, sorry, the whole crowd was singing it. And as he as he performed, um, Brian May from Queen come and played. The Fireys, like they had about maybe 15 or 20 of them, obviously just randomly selected, I assume, from the RFS came out and stood on the stage and everyone was singing with them. It was a pretty epic moment. And I was listening to that song going, this is A, A, this is an absolute all time, the bagpipes were on. A, this is an all time classic song. And B, why is this not the national anthem? Comments? Oh, man. Well, look, after... I'm, I don't have much to say. I don't know about changing it. I mean, look what happened in the... Uh, was it the NBA the other week? Don't know. Oh, like the criticism of the girl I did her own version of... Oh, right. The American National Anthem, and Twitter didn't like it. I just think when people sing Ben Straight Fair, they're sort of like just singing. If it was your voice, mate, people would belt it out. Yeah. Like proper belt it out. Which is what I see when I see the English singing their national anthem, the Kiwis singing their national anthem. There's, there's legitimate like enjoyment of that song. Anyway, it's not really a national song, but I mean, sorry, it is a national song. It's, maybe it's not a national anthem, but it's my, like, yeah, you're right. I feel like um, it's my I'm national anthem. Where it was, it might have been a UFC event, and like you know, you get the footy, and like I think depending who's delivering it, mm. like it can be like you just stand there and listen. Yeah. Or it can be like, you go like, I can feel their passion for it. And mm-hmm. that's probably what you feel is lacking a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Remember once, uh, Waltzing Matilda, like was... Yeah, I love it. And that is a good example of like, we're, we're so proud to sing that song. Yeah. And that's sort of, I think, what you're looking for and, you know, trying to get changed. But seriously, Helen will um, join you on that. If it's Johnny, she'll be in. Johnny Farnham. Yeah, she, he, like, wherever, no matter what RSL recording. he's in or whatever sport he's at now. So I've actually been listening stage, to she'll be there. a lot of Johnny Farnham this week. Just remembered how good he was. Uh, what was the most rock and roll thing that happened the whole event? You're there for 10 hours and like... Oh, what, Alice what, what Cooper. rock and roll? Alice Cooper. Right. Uh, um, the guy's 72 years old. Yeah. That's rock and roll. He was fucking killing it, mate. Absolutely killing it. He had a crutch. Like, you know, like crutches? Yeah. There's one random crutch. Just like pointing at people, singing. What, do you need to walk with it? Or it's a prop? No, no it's a prop. <laughs> and then he had like a walking stick. Not a stick, but like... um. Sounds like he needs it. You know how you see people with like a top hat and a cane? He had yeah. a cane. He's fucking twisting that cane around and dancing with it. Guy had moves. 72 years old. And he had bangers He's too. He's embraced it, yeah. He had probably, bangers, yeah. man. There you go. He was, more, he was probably the most rock and roll. Mate, it's such a good concert. Anyway, it's a long day. I wasn't at my best on Monday. I may or may not have Uber Eats to snack pack for lunch. That's late, delayed. Yeah. Well, well, I don't drink much anymore. So anything more than like two or three drinks gets... The drinks are going to charity, man. I guess it's fair enough. 
Yep, they were. Good. They're probably just going straight down there, actually. But <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyway, that was a good bit of fun. Right. So on to today's topic. Bang for buck is what today's. Bang about. for buck workouts. So I'm visualizing. You know, a lot of people in this situation only got twenty minutes. Probably wouldn't train. Go probably no no, no point. So we wanted to give you guys some ideas about what we would do and what I do do actually when given the uh, given only 15, 20 minutes to train. So we've each come up with maybe a couple each of what we would do in that situation. Again, as always, preparation is key and we did not cross-reference these workouts, so they might be the same. Although based on what's happened in the past, you'll probably do something on the rings, which I would never do. No. So that's your last piece of equipment of all time, which is... One of the most uh, hotly debated, actually, not even debated, one of the most laughed at episodes we've ever had. I literally had people coming up to me in the gym saying, oh my God, what has Brent done? Why has he chosen a pair of rings? I cannot believe it. I've not had a single person, not one person, say Brent's on the money. The good thing about that is, mate, people are listening. And they are listening. consistent with that. I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so obviously your workouts going to be heavily um, ring related, so I'm looking forward to hearing them. And that's why I know that my ones won't be the same. So you want to open this up? Yeah, I'll open it up and tell you how the rings might fit in. So the good thing is now that they're important to me, I allocate and structure time, right? And I need to. 15 to 20 minute workout. First thing I've learned is you can't fake it. So if the rings are involved, um, this is something that's at home for me. So what I would do is 20 minutes. Uh, I think that a lot of adults don't do this anymore. And this is a bit of maybe a tangent. My other two are pretty specific. What I would do is um, just some unstructured play. I don't think people make time for that, but I think it can be, it can still give you that, you know, that little bit of a hormone kick, a little bit of fun. And I think ultimately too, if you're looking to do a workout in 20 minutes because of maybe days gone bad, something pickled, you've had a change of plan, something's up with the kids, but you get that urge. Or if you've like just going, look, today wasn't meant to train but I just need a bit of an outlet I think some unstructured play or structured play I don't know I find it so highly enjoyable and little things about like I've got to just space this up yep there's rings there but I'm not going to try and build into a quality workout or expect anything there I might just play with them um, explore a little bit uh, other things I've got in the yard uh, a slack line mm-hmm. which is something I'm terrible at but it's amazing it's pretty rewarding when you can figure that thing out would so, the slack line have been your second choice if you could pick two pieces no, of equipment? no no way no way I'm no. surprised by that no it's just there um, but it's a bit of fun the kids jump on it too the worst thing you can do just advice is pack it up mm-hmm. when you're done because if you you may or may not trip on it at night time and you forget that it's there um, you mean don't pack it up no or? pack it up that's what you should do. Yeah, definitely should. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah, there was just a bit of a, a waiver there. Um, and then another thing I've got in my Have backyard. Have you tripped on it? Have you tripped on it in the night? Right? No, I know it's so for a couple of times. She tripped on it? Yeah. Oh my God. All close, like. As if you like, haven't said like you left that bloody thing out again. Infrared camera out there. Out. I'm waiting oh, for so long. I need her too much. Oh my God. Um, the other thing I have in my backyard uh, on attached to a tree, it's a probably about 15 feet high, but it's a, like a 30 foot rope. Mm-hmm. So just having a rope around. Mine's always in the tree, um, whether it's just, you know, stretching my arms or actually climbing it a couple of times. Uh, I think that's something that can, you know, if I wanted to make it more of a workout, like mm-hmm. just doing like, you know, every minute on the minute rope pulls for 10 is sweet. You're going to get a good pump. It actually feels rewarding. You can make them as hard as you want. You can scale them as you need to. 
Um, or, you know, for someone that wanted more variety, I'm not really interested in it, but, you know, ultimately it is like there are so many things you can do with a rope, like mm-hmm. battle ropes, etc. Um, so that would be my first one. It's just some structured play around that, you know, I don't know, other things, I don't know, people like if they were interested in like throwing some juggling in or anything like that, I think that would be a good idea just to fill in 20 minutes, get fresh air, all of those things are done outside, take your shirt off, get some sunlight. Okay. What's your first one? Well, I've got a lot more structure than that. My first one is uh, in a gym environment. So say you rock up to the gym, you've only got 20 minutes, uh, which you might think is not a lot of time to get anything decent in, but one of my favorite things to do in that uh, situation, and I do it sometimes at home or, or in the gym, but just need a barbell. And if you start with an empty bar, so you gotta think like, I've got 20 minutes, I don't wanna spend 10 minutes warming up. Cause then, you, then it is, you're getting a 10 minute workout. And you're probably better off just going and go for a walk for 20 minutes if you're going to do that. So if you want to get 20 minutes of work in, my favorite thing to do is barbell complexes. So what I would do is get an empty bar and I'd pick three to five barbell movements and I'd do them back to back. So for example, a classic one we always do at the gym here is a bent over row, an upright row and an overhead press. Uh, we might do like five reps of each for a couple of rounds. So a complex would be those movements back to back. And I usually, and you can, you can play with it however you want. The one we do at the gym all the time with our clients is that one, which is the bent row, the upright row, and the overhead press, five, 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 and you do that two times through before you put the bar down. So you can do that with an empty bar. You can add weight as you go along. So as you're starting to warm up more, if you want to, you can add weight or you can leave it uh, at just the empty bar. The other benefits of it is obviously um, you can make the movements upper body, lower body, full body. You pretty much can do anything you can do with a barbell. You can add into a complex. So I've done full body ones where I would start with like a straight legged deadlift into a bent row, into an upright row, into an overhead press. And then I put the bar on my back into a back squat, into a reverse lunge, for example. And then I push press it over and I put it down or I might do you know, a couple of rounds of that. So yeah, empty bar, straight into the gym, straight into doing some barbell complexes. I usually like to, you know, like I said, pick a rep range, do a few exercises in a row, maybe do it once through if it's a long one or if it's a bit shorter, if it's only three or four exercises, do it twice through. And then put the bar down. It's going to test your grip strength as well as, you know, whatever muscles you're working for that day. And then as the time goes on, like I, I'd usually do one, I take a minute rest. I do it again, take a minute rest. And you're probably going to work out. You're going to get like five to seven rounds in by the time you're finished. And like I said, if sometimes I'll feel like it, I'll put some weight on and I'll, I'll make it a heavy one. And I might only go once through. And maybe I am doing the bent row, upright row, overhead press, but I only go through once. But instead of doing it with an empty bar, I might do it with like 60 kilos or something. So barber complexes is a winner, short on time. Sweet. My second one, um, I was following, there's a guy named Corey Gregory, um, who I was following his uh, programming for about 12 months, sort of through, I think it was like 2018 into 19. Uh, And part of his programming is, regardless of the workout you're doing, every day involves lunges. So... Uh, it was either begins at 400. Every day's lunge day. Every day's lunge day. Seven days a week is lunging. Uh, goes somewhere between 400 to 800 meters mm-hmm. is the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, or alternatively, 20 minutes. So yeah. that's what my recommendation. We've had a 20 minute window. It is phenomenal. Like, I feel like, like literally dripping in sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, one, so I hate running. Like, cool, like, someone go, oh, yeah, I go, oh, man, I punched out four or five Ks. Like, cool, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not interested in running. 
but to set a pace and to be able to, oh, sometimes you might, in the beginning you will have to stop, but it's amazing how quick your resilience builds doing it. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, like, because ultimately too, that's a form of conditioning they use. That's their conditioning is doing their lunging. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's going to be benefits to, you know, your joints, um, the conditioning of your legs. You literally, your legs feel like cannons at the end of it. It's mm-hmm. a pretty rewarding feeling. So his idea of that is also to incorporate learning into it. So he calls it Lunge and Learn. So podcast or audio book, it's 20 minutes, like, cause you don't actually have to think about anything so you can listen to a book. Um, and also like the idea of it too, like, truthfully is like, most people are going to tap out at 200 meters, maybe. Mm. It's too, it's so much for a lot of people. But, you know, if you want to build it up, even like adding, the truth is after a week of doing it, you'll be fine. Like doing, you know, if start at 50 meters, 100 meters, add 50 meters a day for, I know that's a really one-on-one way of looking at it yeah but just build up within a week and 400 will feel like a breeze it might take you i don't know it might take you 15 minutes in the beginning but it's it's so it's pretty rewarding when you see your time coming down mm-hmm. um you take less breaks and there is like a it does you sort of gamify it and i like that it's something so simple mm. it's like well like cool like you know if it's around an oval it's like how x amount of laps well actually i only did it, i did it in sub 20 now and i did it then in 18 Mm. and then cool you can make it harder you could wear a weight vest sometimes they carry load it's something that can be rest quite easily but i think it's yeah a phenomenal way to spend 20 minutes well just on that so when when we decided to do this like the truth is i could come up with a thousand workouts if you gave me enough time to do in 20 minutes and a lot of them are similar to that so this is not my second one but this is just another variation of what brent was talking about any so essentially what he's done is what I call like a single movement mindfuck workout, which is one movement for 20 minutes. And you can do that with literally any movement. So some of the, my favorite ones that I've done in the past where I might have 20 minutes and, and I'll just do as many reps or as many of this one movement as I can in 20 minutes. Like I've done burpees, I've done burpee pull-ups, I've done pull-ups, I've done push-ups, I've done ball to shoulders, uh, I've done bodyweight squats, I've done bodyweight lunges like Brent just mentioned, He's done, uh, he does pretty regularly. Uh, I've done dips, I've done ring rows. Brent would love that one because he's the rings. Uh, just Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Even even if I have access to um, you know, I I've got a little home set up at, at like a home gym set up at home, so I might do a bench press or an overhead press, or a seated overhead press, or a you know, a, um, I've done deadlifts before. It's a bit more painful. Uh, literally all those ones you can do if you have twenty minutes and you just do the same movement over and over again and get as many reps as possible in your 20 minutes. Um, I find it good because it's nothing to think about. Like Brent said, you can learn, you can listen to a podcast or a book, listen to some chilled out music or just take some time you know, to yourself in your own mind. It's nothing to think about except the movement. So it's really easy. I find it almost a form of meditation. You start to sleep, your mind starts wandering about different things because truthfully is what you're doing is not difficult in terms of um, actually executing it. So quite a, an easy way to sort of take your mind out of the world for a little while and just do something for 20 minutes um so yeah that's just a little addition i think that's that if you have that mentality that opens you up to just about an endless array of workouts you could do uh, one that i haven't done which would which would be cool i'm just looking at the farmer carry handles there would be a carry for 20 minutes well that's my third point so let's go to that now is it? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So that's my well, it's, it's the, same <laughs> the second point. It's just the, the no, variation of the second point. Yeah, but I'm just talking like things I'll do. And that's the other thing. So the lunges you could do, I wouldn't do any bedrooms. You're going to get fucking sweat all over the floor. But like anywhere, park, you block, whatever. But with the same thing. So I've got like two kettlebells at home. And the one I would do with that 
is probably I'd say about a kilometer mm-hmm. and 24 kilo kettlebell so single handed carry the game is don't put it down yeah worst case you got to lap it but you're not moving anywhere yeah and after a kilometer that well it's heavy mm. it is it gets a grip but I don't know. I feel but like also, like, don't be restricted by that. Hey, like, if you can't walk anywhere, you could literally just stand there and hold it for 20 minutes. And come back. Come home. Like, like you know, like, turn around and come back. You're halfway. That would be ruthless. Yeah, like, uh, you know, you're not going to stand on the spot with it. But I, I, I'll feel pretty rewarding after that. And then, like you said, same thing. Like, it's in our nature to think about, how, well, you know, how do we make it harder? What do we do? It's like, we'll change hands less frequently. Mm. So if you wanted to gamify, you can. We'll get home quicker. Yeah. Yeah, there's the other one. So that's me done. Sorry, bro. You're up. Uh, we didn't cross-reference. Uh, but, and my third one, so like I said, I, I'm trying to go down patterns of workouts. So we did the um, complex, and it went back to the barbell complex really quick. That, that, that's not restricted to a, a barbell. You could do a kettlebell complex. You could do a dead ball complex, a dumbbell complex. So anything that's just, you know, one little small piece of equipment that you can just do different movements with, and you just string them together. So that barbell complex one is actually like an endless supply of workouts available because there's endless combinations you can do with a barbell, you can do them with a kettlebell, with a dead ball, with a dumbbell, with, uh, with just about anything, with a sandbag. So endless workouts there. And then my other one was like, again, I'm talking about structure of workouts and then you can fit them in or make it work however you want. I like to do EMOMs if I have 20 minutes. Because I think it, it just means you get a good amount of rest work period uh, and you can be quite productive in 20 minutes. As a lot of people will know, my favorite EMOM that I did just about my whole... What's year, just for those playing in last year? What's the acronym mean? Every minute on the minute. Every minute on the minute. There's no T. Um, my favorite one I did almost like all last year was push-ups and pull-ups on the minute, every minute. So, you know, you can do it how, however you want. I got to the point where I could do 20 push-ups and three pull-ups on the minute, every minute for 20 minutes, pretty pretty comfortably. But you can, if you want to do a push-pull, like a push-up pull-up, for example, you know, I would recommend starting like five or 10 push-ups and one or two pull-ups, like whatever you can do. Just do that every minute for 20 minutes. Like it's a really good workout at the end of 20 minutes. It requires, again, no real thought, no real planning. You just need a bar to pull up on. Uh, it's body weight, so in terms of warm-up, it's not as important, um, especially if you're only going to do 20 minutes. So, yeah, EMOM is my last one. And again, like with an EMOM too, think about this, if you're in a gym environment, you walk in, the fucking gym's packed, you've got 20 minutes, like get to one piece of equipment, one machine, get your hands on one barbell uh, or one little bit of space and you can do like whatever the exercise, like you, you could literally do like a lap pull. If, you're all, if the gym was packed and a lap pull down was available, you could still have 20 minutes and you could do tw- 10 a minute for 20 minutes. Or you could do five, like 10 lap pull downs and five push-ups on the minute, every minute for 20 minutes. You don't have to move, you're in the same spot. So there's endless amounts of options with an EMOM workout and your restriction is your creativity and your imagination. Uh, and so if you, I think the point overall after we've got through these workouts now is that 20 minutes is plenty of time to train. And sometimes the way life goes, ideally, yeah, you would, you would pick a longer workout, maybe 40, to 40 minutes to an hour and it'd be a lot more thought put into it, a bit more structured. But truthfully, that's not always an option. And sometimes it's not ever an option for some people, but you can still get some really worthwhile workouts done in 20 minutes. And if you do 20 minutes a day, every day of the week, like it's, I mean, everyone's got 20 minutes, surely. Yeah, look, it is, you said it's your, your imagination. Like things that are everywhere that I like, 
and I said before, like, I'm not into running and stuff like that, but there's literally stuff everywhere. Like, if you live in a suburb that it's the hills, right, that has a steep staircase. Mm. Okay, cool. Like, just set a certain, like, dude, like, you know, as many sets in 20 minutes, or if depending on the height, the gradient of the set, do an Emon on the stairs. Yeah. Well, the same thing with hill sprints. It's like, that's going to get way more bang for buck, like doing alternating hill sprints. Yeah. Like, even if it's every 90 seconds or every two minutes. Yeah. It's like, it's way better than just doing some, oh, I'll just go for a 20 minute jog. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's ultimately it's going to come down to going like, no, it is important. I want to do something. Mm -hmm. So be productive. All right. There you go, guys. Before we leave, we're going to get predictions up, Brent. Big Diz. Three people you know. Just in case I haven't forgotten anyone. I'm real I'm pretty sure three people you know are running a marathon tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm running a marathon. Yeah. Warbird's running a marathon. And Ben Hines are running a marathon. What's my prediction? Who's gonna win? Nah, well we know who's gonna win. <laughs> I wanna know um your prediction of like how it's gonna go for each of us. By the time this airs, it will already have happened, so we'll know whether you were right or not. Yeah. So, let's work backwards here with Benny. Mm-hmm. There's two, Ben's gonna win. Yeah. But there's gonna go, there's two types of Benny. Mm-hmm. Benny is like the ultimate loyal cat. Mm-hmm. And he could be like your support. No, he's not doing that. Oh, you ain't doing that? No. All right, then Ben is gonna set a pace, he's gonna be looking at his watch and he's gonna just blitz it. Okay. Robotically. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, he's the running Rambo. Ah. Uh, I hope he wears sunscreen. I hope all three of you wear sunscreen. It's meant to rain tomorrow and it starts at 5am. Okay. We'll be right. Alright. Still wear protection. Always wear protection. Has Warbo trained? (laughs) Okay. I'll give you a really quick brief, like, a really quick... Wait, because... (laughs) Spoiler alert, I don't care if he gets in trouble for it. This is the guy that pulled out winning a body composition competition with being, let's just say, slightly leaning on himself. Yeah. So, so is he just rolling in or what's what's going he on? He has trained. He was on a very strict training schedule until he got a little bit injured. Uh, and so his training's been hampered a little bit. He's run 12 kilometers in the last two weeks. Total? Total, in one run. <laughs> and uh, he pulled up a bit slower off after that. And the next day, so Sunday, he's on a plane to America and he's already sort of mentioned that he doesn't want to be injured for that flight. Oh. Do you think he's going to make the distance? Running, walk, it doesn't matter. Do you think he gets to the finish line? I can't put, I'll never like back a friend to say that they're going to pull out. <laughs> okay. But that's what you want to do. No, I don't want to do that. I definitely think at the I can already see his facial expressions, like hands on head, mm. and he's going to be shaking his legs out. But I see him do this after four hundred. <laughs> after four hundred, after yeah. four hundred, he's like, "I'm full, I'm full, my legs full." Yeah, yeah. this is a quote. So you're going to be hearing that a lot if he's anywhere near you. Um, but yeah, he'll finish. He'll finish. Yeah, because if there's beer at the end, with injury, do you get a beer at the end. No, no, uh, might not finish then. With injury or without injury? Uh, I hope he's not stubborn. Okay. And how do you think I'm going to go? Uh, you've just got a way of doing it. I think given, like I watched you pull it together with no training before. Mm. Have you been running? I've run a, I, I've run a total of uh, 11 kilometers this year. You're less trained than Warbo. You're correct. 
Yeah, I think you'll do it. Well, you've got 11 more Ks than you did back in the start of last year. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you Well, I think Benny's going to crush it. I think Warbo's going to get injured 100%. And I really want to say he's going to finish, but I think maybe that little temptation of going, I don't want to be injured for my... You're his best friend, so you're allowed to chat shit. True to America. Is there a possibility he'll just, like, do the... There's a possibility. Yeah. He's, I spoke to him today and he's like, oh, no, we'll, just, we'll get to the finish no matter what. We'll just walk it. But I know that if he's thinking tomorrow I'm on a plane and my calf's, like, gone, he might... He might Is that what's injured? He might take a seat. Like, everything's injured. You know, Warbo. Right. He looks at running, he starts getting injured. And I will... I'll get to the end, definitely, barring death. But it'll, it'll be painful. Yeah. It'll be a not pleasant experience. Last year I cramped horrendously. This year I've got a bag full of salt tablets, which I did in the Neverest Challenge, and I didn't cramp very much. So I'm hoping that's... If I don't cramp, it's a lot smoother than last year. If I do cramp, it's, it's hell. We'll see. Guys, just so you know, you can write a review. We've had one. Now I'm gonna give you literally 30 second instructions if you're interested in how to do this. You go into Apple, um, Apple Podcasts. Even if, even if you've subscribed to us, which obviously you have, you still just go to the search function on the right bottom right-hand side. You type in new version two. You click on our podcast when it comes up. And then when, you, when that comes up, you can scroll to the bottom and there you'll be able to give a five-star review and you'll actually be able to write a review. Um, the, the thing is, a lot of people are doing, which, and I don't know why, maybe it's because we're through Anchor, um, but if you just go into our subscription on your Apple and you scroll down, the review won't be there. But if you search us in the search function and you go to the bottom, you will be able to write a review and you will be able to um, give us five stars. So if that's something you're interested in doing, we would love that. Otherwise, please share, share with your friends, tell them to listen, tag us on Instagram, tag your friends on Instagram, post it on your stories. Um, We want as many people as possible to listen. So if you can help us out with that, that would be fantastic, guys. We will be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, Chat to you then.